0: There needs to be a common interest in something. And then you engage in a dialogue and you see where it goes. And then hopefully you're fortunate enough to find a place where it can materialize.
1: We have a lot to learn from each other. And I think we think about the same questions, but maybe we have other approaches.
2: Sometimes it's not as trivial as it looks like. Either the art or the science.
3: I'm glad you're joining the Art Meets podcast, brought to you by the Swiss Arts Council Prölvetia within the frame of its focus on art, science and technology. In this last of seven episodes, we're talking to three people, two from the arts and one from the sciences, and they all engage in one topic. This is Art Meets Robotics. My name is Jennifer Kakshuri. My three guests are the duo AATB, known as Andrea Anner and Thibaut Brevet, as well as Hannes Meyer. Before we all met in person, they recorded the introductions.
0: I know them as Andrea and Thibaut. And usually I say AATP, but then I realize it's AATB. They're real self-made roboticists and self-taught roboticists. They're very cool-headed. They don't fear technology. They are really pioneers in the way that they embrace what they might not yet know they don't appear as sort of the tough guys or the tough ladies so it's very enjoyable it, it feels very relaxed to collaborate with them and to work with them to discuss with them so we are
2: very happy to discuss with Hannes Meyer the work he's been doing at Grammatio Color for us Oh no. Wait, our intern is vacuuming. <laughs> Sorry, I will just tell her to stop.
1: <laughs> Hannes is really an interesting guy. We could spend nights and days discussing our common interests in robots.
2: They are more in the field of architecture, we are more in the field of design, but in a way we have common problems to solve.
1: Yes, this very kind of. Uh, calm and reflected way of presenting things. I
0: always see them together, you know, I've never interviewed them separately and said like, hey, Thibaut, what do you think of Andrea? Or So I'm sure they have also different skills or they, they're complementary. Um, I guess this is also why they're working well together. I, I'd be surprised if they have exactly the same skills, both of them. But I cannot reveal the differences yet. Andrea and Thibault are a real source of, of inspiration. And hopefully this is true in reverse as well.
1: Basically, we have been in contact with Hannes many times before. We were introduced through Swiss Next San Francisco, where we have both had a project. We were introduced during the times of COVID. So we actually never met him
3: before in real. Meeting in person is a first for them. Hannes and I pick up AATB at the bus stop on ETH Hunkerberg campus.
0: But I'm optimistic, I'll recognize them. I mean the chance that you stick out as a designer and artist at a University of Technology is high.
3: But architects are also they also look like artists. Always. That's true,
0: that's true. Well that's why we talk to each other, so there's a there's a relation.
3: Historical moment.
0: Yes, it is. There they are. Hello. Hi. You look like in the video. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs>
3: Welcome, <Hi. laughs>
0: Welcome to so our too. campus. Nice, nice to meet you. you. Hey.
3: Nice to meet you. So let's go to tea. Cool. So yeah. let's not stay mm-hmm. around
0: mm-hmm. in the is it your first time to the campus? No, well, you've been we here have before? we've been here before, yeah.
1: yeah? We, we managed we, to
0: sneak through your lab. And... Yeah. Oh.
3: Hannes Meyer is senior researcher and member of the Architecture and Digital Fabrication Board at ETH Zurich. Hannes brings the design duo AATB and me to his office space, which is located in a building with large windows. And while entering the building, we can see a spacious hall with a few robots and people with eye protection goggles working on objects.
0: Well, our group consists of architects, and we're also working with robots. And we do architecture with them, or we try to change the way we build and construct using robots. And, of course, computational design, because somehow we need to control these
3: robots. So far, we have talked to collaborators in the Art Meets podcast who worked with each other in the past. In this last episode, a few things are different. My guests want to collaborate in the future, but don't have a plan yet. Why is AATB interested in Hannes? It just seemed very interesting.
1: Basically, it was a bit like a wish list of potential collaboration that is not yet really defined. But we saw that we have an overlap in our interests and practices. So we thought it could be interesting to have this conversation to really... Look at the past, but maybe also look at the future.
2: Yeah, I think like what we realized is even after a few years of running the studio and developing our practice, we still feel like we are in a tiny niche. There are not many actors in a way. And so Hannes and Kramatokola research are clearly people with whom we are identify because they have been gigantic inspirations. And we also saw avenues that were unexplored and so we kind of developed our parallel trajectories. And uh, yeah, it felt a natural choice for us to discuss topics which we understand both.
3: And do you see the same avenues as AATB that haven't been looked at yet to go down the same avenues?
0: I really consider you and us as robotic pioneers in a domain where robots appeared rather late in manufacturing. They were introduced in the 1950s, 60s. They appeared on the assembly lines of common manufacturing. But in architecture, it really started with Fabio Gramazio and Matthias Kohler in 2005 when they started here at ETH. And in the design, I think AATB really brought it on the map and it goes beyond the individual work that employs a robot. It has a much more coherent and comprehensive mission.
3: The design duo AATB work in Marseille as well as Zurich and they like to commute by car because their car is their capsule away from distractions, where they can talk and discuss strategies and projects regarding the future of their studio. Hannes' office at Hönkerberg is about a 20-minute bus ride from the main train station of Zurich. Despite everyone engaging in more or less the same field and spatially being in the same country, It was thanks to someone on the other side of the globe who introduced AATB and Hannes to each other.
1: We were in this design accelerator where basically frohl invited a selection of Swiss designers to come to San Francisco and to really, with the aim to meet the Bay Area and to bring our studio further. And so during this stay, we were... Super inspired by what happened in San Francisco, and so we met with quite a lot of local studios or enterprises. And then Marie-Ellen, who used to work at Swissnex San Francisco, she introduced us basically.
0: We did the how to build. House uh, exhibition at Swissnex San Francisco, which I curated and worked very closely with Mary Ellen on it. And then one day she contacted me and said, "Like, hey, do you know AATB?" and introduced this And that's how it started.
3: The pandemic prevented a meeting in person before, so Hannes was all the more fascinated by an art project of AATB called "Handshake," where people could shake hands in the studio of the two designers without actually being there. Handshake is an installation that we installed during COVID in our studio. Basically, it's two robots
1: bolted into our studio floor and at the end of each robot there is a
3: gigantic hand. Imagine a huge hand that looks a bit like a glove made of felt on a robot arm and a gigantic green glove on another robot arm. So basically, Handshake is a website that you can go onto and then
1: by registering you can control one of the hands with your mouse. So you can shake hand with another person that is also locked on the website. So it allows a physical contact between two persons and it can connect persons that are at the other end of the world. But then there is a physical contact that actually happens in our studio.
0: How was it actually to be in the studio and see the robots being somewhat remote controlled and seeing these big, gigantic hands sort of touching and shaking hands.
2: It was extremely uh, eerie, but in a very weird and interesting way because we had this installed for a month, 24-7, and we were basically working hidden on the side of the studio. So we had our back to the installation And every few minutes someone would log in and we would hear kind of like this whoosh sound through the air of the hands moving. And we would hear mostly one thing that most people didn't have. We could hear the sound of the fabrics. And this was extremely comforting in a way because there was always a feeling of the presence of someone in the studio kind of paying us a visit while everybody was stuck home. And so we would always have a tab of the website open just to go check whose name it was and where they were.
1: What was super interesting, there were quite some people who actually tried to trick the system or bring the hands to the limit. So they had to kind of like, they, they tried to go as far as they could and then to go as fast to the other hand as they could. So we could really see people playing and this was also extremely nice you could really in a way also transmit feelings so you could really see if people tried to be tender or aggressive so that was in a way nice
3: you can check out handshake in the show notes the design duo has an equally poetic work called big players where two robot arms hold a rope and move it simultaneously in circles so that anyone could skip rope. Handshake, as well as Big Players, both installations, put the interaction between human beings and robots in the center, poetically and playfully. Hannes sees a connection when it comes to using robots in architecture and design.
0: We certainly aspire to do poetic projects as well. So, I would say it's the playfulness, the lightheartedness, that maybe in architecture is sometimes a bit more difficult to achieve because you have so many constraints. It's a very interesting exchange to see what robots can do and might even go beyond robots and include AR, VR, XR, all digital technologies which are about how we engage with these tools and how we change our environment built environment and society.
1: I guess you have much more constraints and we are well aware of this. All our projects are like shorter in time and we have less constraints. We have constraints, but in a way, also they help us to, to move on because I think if you have no constraints, it's also very difficult to develop a project. For us, we often say the more constraints we have, the easier it gets. We are trying to push the boundaries of what we can do with these robots and to bring the field further and I think you have been pioneers so I think we can't like I guess we can't compare it to you because you're just on another level.
0: Well you're a pioneers too um, so in that way I think the, the approaches are certainly related. At the same time sometimes we both hope to have an invisible robot So to not have the story always center around the robot, because in a way it's also, what do we do with the robot, what
3: is it? Pioneers talking to each other. I wonder where they go from here and what we will hear about the designers and architects using robots in the future. I wonder too how a collaboration will look like.
0: The outlook is still somewhat sort of open, right? We we don't know yet.
3: For the moment, why is the work of designers engaging robots interesting for the scientist?
0: I think architecture is by default a complex discipline. There is a constant re-evaluation of what architecture is. And it's about the humanities, it's about art, it's about engineering, social sciences. And when you look back, back at the past centuries or decades even, you see how sort of the primary field that influences architecture, it changes, right? And at the moment, through digital fabrication and all these tools, maybe technology and engineering and science has a very important role, but at the same time, I would say the artistic part of architecture still matters, right? Because otherwise, it's really just about engineering and entrepreneurship. And you develop building processes that you can market. And that has, in its own right, relevance. But for architecture, and to call it architecture in the end, it, it requires this strange world of the arts, right? Which is a different thinking or a different way of approaching technology and the world. And this is why it's so important. And I think there are also many sort of formalized programs or ambitions to bring science and the arts together. But of course, the nicest way is if it unfolds naturally due to common interests. If It's not sort of a forced collaboration, but like in our case, a common interest in a certain technology or in how we look at the world, basically.
3: For Hannes then, observing designers working with the same tools as him broadened his mind. The same goes for AATB, following architects working with the same tools. But I still have one question, which Hannes raised before. How do the two of you, how do AA and TB work together? Now, if you were to have a project with Hannes, what, how would you organize a trio?
1: I mean, f- we work together very um, naturally. I think our collaboration has evolved very naturally. We we met in art school, and so we have been together for quite a while. We are also partners in life, so I think that helps. We kind of know each other well, and we know each other's strengths and weaknesses so I guess if ever it would come to a collaboration I guess that would have to evolve its own way.
0: The question is how do we do something that is profoundly new and I think this is also something that we might aspire to both of us that it allows for a different experience. That it is different whether you have a robot that spins a rope automatically, where you don't know whether it's responsive, stops, uh, how do you control it? This is it just a program? Where if you have two friends spinning it and you stumble, they will respond, they will stop, right? There is a different sort of scenario in there. And also for us, the question is is the architecture that we can then build using robots and everything that controls it? Is it different? Does it allow us a different experience of a home, a
3: house, a built environment? I'm eager to see the outcome of a collaboration between the designers AATB and Hannes Meyer from the Chair of Architecture and Digital Fabrication at ETH Zurich. Check out the show notes and find out where you can find buildings from the people of the Chair of Architecture and Digital Fabrication called Grammatio Cola, such as the really fascinating DFAP building. Also, AATB is in the spotlight of art and design exhibitions. You can find their dates and all the information needed on the Pro Helvetia website. This podcast is brought to you by the Swiss Art Council Pro Helvetia, within the art, science and technology focus for the next three years. It was wonderful talking to the collaborators in the episodes in Art Meets Astronomy, Smell Research, Polar Science, Technology, Biohacking, Environmental Design, as well as Robotics. You can find all the episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for having us in your headphones and loudspeakers. This is a production of the Audiobande, a joint venture for Sound Adventures. I'm your host, Jennifer Kakshori. Our executive producer is Thies Wachter. Sound designer Luki Fritz.